Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. And yes, we're back here at Healing Journeys Today. Man, woo! We just have to say thank you every single day to our Papa God because if you if you woke up, just say thank you that I could open up my eyes. Let's just be thankful, you know, like that. I'm so excited, but I'm also super excited. But listen, I'm so excited about this word because it's the word that healed us, you know, he sent his word, Psalms 107, he sent his word and healed us. Man, that's something to shout about. That's something to be so happy and glad about. And I know it might be that you're in a situation and it's not happy and it's not glad and you don't see it. Well, that's okay. But I'm here to tell you, you can just be thankful, shout and praise to the Lord. You know why? Because he woke you up. You're still here. You're hearing me. So things are subject to change. And I like that. Okay, let's go and talk about everything responds to words. And there I go again, talking about words. I know a lot of people are like, don't you have anything else to talk about? Yes, I do. But I just have to do what Holy Spirit tells me because everything responds to words. Now, what did I do? I normally don't write things down because <laughs> it's Holy Spirit a teaching. So, yeah, I just go and sit down and then he will teach. But he showed me to write things down. So um, I'm just going to show you that Jesus spoke to certain things. Yes. And I just wrote it down so that I would not forget every single scripture. Because when I say everything responds to words, people will go like, no, not everything, Cindy. Don't be so fanatical. Well, I'm not being fanatical. I just read the book of Genesis. And in the Bible, I could find it everywhere that everything was, was responding to words because everything started with words. But before we're going to go to Genesis chapter one, I'm going to show you Jesus. Yes, because uh, we were talking about, you know, I had sessions on Jesus is the word, the word is Jesus, hold on to the word, you know, speak alive and all those type of uh, titles. But everything refers to Jesus because Jesus, he is the word in the beginning. Uh, how do you say it? Uh, he was in the beginning with God. So it's Jesus. The word is Jesus. But we have him when we got the word. We have him like in textbook form or in like in a manual form. You know, we can read it. We can see, oh, this is what he did in the Gospels. Now, check out what Jesus did because um, isn't Jesus the one we need to mirror, you know, because the word is our mirror. But shouldn't we mirror Jesus and just look at, hey, what did he do? How did he speak? You know, we hold on to him, but how did he did things? And what did he speak to? And I just found out that everything was responding to words because he did something and things were responding. So listen to this. Jesus spoke to demons. There were so many uh, scriptures on that that I didn't wrote all the scriptures down, but you can find it through all the gospels. Jesus spoke to the demons. He spoke to the deaf and the mute. You know, he spoke to the man uh, of the uh, uh, in the land of Ge uh, Gadarene. You know, he spoke to demons and commanded them to get out. You know, the the boy who fell in the water and then you know the spirit 
made him actually fall in the water and those type of things. And then the father said to Jesus, I brought him to your disciples, but they could not uh, cure him. And then Jesus was like, mm. but Jesus, you know, he spoke to the demon. So that demon did what Jesus told him to do. Get out. That demon got out. Jesus spoke to the, you know, the man uh, in the land of uh, gatherings. The, what the thing is, this man had like so many demons, you know, legion, and Jesus just spoke. When they asked, yeah, they wanted to get into those uh, swines or pigs, and Jesus let them, but they had to respond to his words. So Jesus spoke to demons, and there's so there's so much more on that, but Jesus spoke to those unclean spirits, and those spirits had to go. Okay, Jesus spoke to the storm. Uh, Mark 4, 35 to 41, verse 39, it shows us that he spoke to the storm. Jesus spoke to the victory. Uh, that's one of my, I just love that one. He spoke to the victory, Mark 11, verse 12. Jesus spoke to the wind, Matthew 8, 23 to 27. Jesus spoke to the waves, Luke 8, 22, 25. Jesus spoke to the sea, <laughs> Mark 4, verse 39. And Jesus, he knows something and he's showing us how we need to act or how we need to do or what we need to say. So when I say everything responds to words, a lot of people go like, nah, 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 Cindy. Spoke to my dog. My dog didn't do what I told him. Well, maybe the thing you're speaking to is not responding the way you wanted to respond. But I bet you it responds to words. Now, and for that, we have to go back to the book of Genesis. That makes me so happy. I really love the book of Genesis. I also love Exodus, Leviticus. Well, I love them all. But the book of Genesis is so important to me because it's, it's also the beginning. And there we can find that it says, Genesis chapter 1, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form, void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, you see, he spoke things into existence. He used his mouth and the power in his tongue. He already had his imagination that he saw, you know, whatever he was going to speak, he already saw it on the inside because he was using, you know, faith. He is faith. And then everything he spoke, came into existence. Now, listen to this. Then God said, let it be light, and there was light, okay? And then God said, I'm just going to drop down. Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. Let it divide the waters from the waters. You know, it was there. Then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yield seed, and the fruit tree that yield Fruit according to its kind. We see this in itself on the earth. And it was so. And it brought forth grass, the herd that you see. You know, then God said, let it be light in the firmament of the heaven. You see, every time he 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 did something, he spoke it, but he spoke it into existence. And now, just there's so much more, you know, the, the animals also he spoke them into existence. Um, then God said, let the waters abound with abundance of living creatures, let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. Um, so that's what he did. Uh, and then he said this about us, because I want to drop to this, 
because it's very fine that everything responds to words, but when you're sick, you need to understand that everything responds to words. Okay. And listen to this, verse 26 of chapter 1. Then God said, let us make men in our image and according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. So then he started talking about what he gave them. But let us make men. He spoke us into existence right then and there. Well, the thing is that, oh, yeah. If you go to Psalms, the book of Psalms, verse 33, that's also a great book. Sometimes I just go through the book of Psalms and especially, um, you know, starting at uh, uh, Psalms 146, because there's where the blessing and the praising the Lord, you know, is uh, mostly abounding. Oh, I love that so much. Nope, that fell. Let me see. Um, Psalms 33. And listen to this. Uh, verse 6, Psalms 33, verse 6. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. Now, why am I talking to you about these things? Because you know what the breath of his mouth is, right? Holy Spirit, he is called, you know, the breath of God. But it's also the words that came out of upper God's mouth. He spoke it into existence. Now, if something is spoken into existence, what will it respond to? To words. Everything responds to word because everything is spoken in. In Genesis chapter 1, you cannot find sickness, disease, illness, ailment, uh, uh, all those type of things. Why? Because God did not speak that into existence. But when he spoke us into existence, meaning even you, your body will speak, will, will respond to words. And the moment he, you know, he breathed into our nostrils and man became a living being, something happened there. And we are made into his image and according to his likeness. So we have the same mechanisms that Papa God has. We can speak something into existence. Now, we don't have to speak trees into existence or the sun, the moon, the stars, because I just showed you. He spoke them already into existence. Animals, sea creatures, birds. He spoke it all into existence, you know, the, the herb that yields seeds, the grass, the trees that yield and a fruit after its own kind, you know, all those type of things. He already spoke it, so we don't have to speak that into existence if it's not necessary, of course. But now, when did sickness, illness, ailment, and all those things, when did it come into existence? After the fall of men. After Adam, you know, gave up everything, the dominion, he gave it actually to the devil, to Satan. And that's when it started to creep in. Because people, they lived a long time, a long time. You can find it all. You just, just read the book of Genesis. But they lived like 938 years, you know, things like that. But you can see it drops down and drops down and drops down. And now when we go to Romans 4 and then we see, we see about Abraham, it says, he was about a hundred years of age and his body was already dead. So we can see that it dropped down from 900 to a hundred. And that was, that's even a lot in our times, but it's not because the Papa God said, Hey, you better live short. No, that his, his whole plan was life. 
That's why his word is alive. Everything that came, came out of his mouth, it was alive, living. You can just read the whole book of Genesis. Nothing was still. Nothing was void. Nothing was dark. Nothing was, uh, how do you say that? Uh, uh, um, deadly. Nothing. It was nothing that was wrong about it. It was nothing like that. That came after the fall of man. So why am I talking about everything in response to words? Sickness. It crept in. But who spoke cancer into existence? For instance, we take cancer because throughout the years, you know, there have been a lot of things that came into this fallen world. But who spoke those things in? And the most uh, common, you know, that we know about uh, is cancer. That's why I say cancer. But you can take the flu. You can take every single thing. Who spoke every single sickness, disease into physical manifestation? Well, actually, it came from, I would say it came from hell. But then we started speaking in line with hell. And when that happens, you might not be speaking it. I wasn't speaking it, but there were people talking about it or speaking it. And then everything has been given a name. So now, you know, even Papa God, if we go back to, um, um, how do you say that? Uh, go back to the book of Genesis. How do you say that in Genesis? Let's just look what Papa God did from the beginning. He always named things but listen to this then god said let it be light and there was light and god saw the light and it was good and god divided the light from the darkness god called the light day and god called the 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 darkness night so he called those things you know he gave it a name we have day and we have night well then he also gave um adam you know the work of naming the animals. So he gave name, names to the animals. God calls things. That's why you and I, we have a name. You have a name. And even if there's someone who has no name, you know, maybe they find someone dead on the streets. They don't know who the person is. There's no identity uh, a card on them. Then they call it a John Doe or a Jane Doe. It always has a name. Everything has a name. Even if something is like, uh, it's new, they will find a name for it. So sickness has a name. And the thing is that sickness has a name. But the Bible tells us that everything has to bow down to the name of Jesus. But I'm not talking about that part. I'm now talking about everything responds to word. Sickness is also spoken in. Because all these things are spoken in. We see trees. And we see the trees, you know, they got roots. They are, the roots are in the ground. And we see the top part of the tree and we can see the fruits of the tree, right? We can see trees everywhere, grass everywhere. We see animals. We see all the things that God spoke into existence. All those things still respond to words. You can curse that tree or you can bless that tree and it will respond to words. If you add your faith to it, what you will say will happen. Now, the only reason that we don't see like the trees floating in the air and all of a sudden there's a tree, you know, that you never planted in your garden or there's a tree, you know, 
just growing in your house, in your living room or wherever. That's because Papa God never said that the trees uh, had to grow in houses. Trees grow in houses, trees float in the air. No, he made them a certain way. He spoke them into existence and that's the way they still are. Now, check, uh, think about a sickness and we can take cancer. Cancer, what is it? They're like these cells. I always, I always see them like cells, you know, doing this. Be why are they doing this? Because it's alive. And it's alive, not with a, in a you know, it's not in a good way because it's alive to do harm to a body. And the thing that is alive, it has a name. So if it's cancer, then, you know, it's cancer. But do you know that cancer responds to words? Because you can talk to these cancer cells. And because you have the authority and the dominion, you know, you reign in life as a king through the one Jesus Christ. And you have the authority to bind, so to, um, to disallow or to lose, to allow. So if you don't allow them, you will say things like, stop rooting, stop breathing, stop growing. That's something that I would do. It will respond to my words. But the only thing is, I cannot see them with my eyes. And because I cannot see them with my eyes, I might think nothing has changed. But they do respond to words. If you speak and say, I curse this cancer, I commit every single cancer cell, you die in Jesus' name. Stop rooting, stop breathing in the name of Jesus. Get out of this body. Do you know that it responds to your words? Yes, it does. If you don't want to believe me, that's totally fine. I'm just going to stick to the word which showed me that it does. Because Jesus, you know, he's our main man. <laughs> he's the example. Jesus spoke to the fig tree. But you could not see that the fig tree was cursed. He spoke to it. And let's go there because sometimes people think, oh, yeah, right. Uh, no, this is not me making up stories. It's really in the word. Go with me to Mark 11, verse 12. He spoke to the fig tree. Now listen to this. Um, and when Jesus, and the next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. Jesus was hungry. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to him, in response, in response, Jesus, Jesus, was the fig tree talking to you? Yes, it was. Because everything responds to words and everything talks to you. Yes, it does. If I would send you an app and I would say, uh, say in the app, I hate you, I don't like you, you will feel it somewhere because that app is talking to you. If I say, I love you, you're so good, you will feel it somewhere because that app is talking to you. But a letter can talk to you. A diagnosis can talk to you. You know, there's... Everything talks because it's showing you like, hey, hey, your refrigerator can talk to you. It did to me. Your body can talk to you. It can scream, hey, hey, you're in pain. You're in pain. My refrigerator said, it's, I'm empty. I'm empty. I'm empty. I'm empty. And it was so empty. You're empty, empty, empty. 
It was talking. It all talks to us. Now, in response, Jesus spoke to it again words. No, we're not crazy. Again words. He said to it, he just did what his papa also did. We should do the same. Let no one eat fruit from you ever again. Now, when you drop down to verse 20, you see for the first time, we, we find out that he cursed the fig tree. He spoke to it. He cursed it. But it was not seen right then and there. But that tree was listening to words. And not just because it was Jesus. Not just because it was Jesus. Because now he is the firstborn among uh, many brethren. Who are the brethren? He's the king of kings. Who are the kings? He's the Lord of lords. Who are the lords? You and I. We are now his brethren. We are his brothers and sisters. That's who we are. He just went, you know. He, uh, he's the forerunner. He entered. He was the first. And now we can follow in his footsteps. Everything responds to words. Okay. Now listen to this. If everything responds to words, your body responds to words. That sickness responds to words. If you tell, oh, this thing is heavy. I will now make it. It's too this and it's too that and so and so this and, you know, the negative stuff. The thing is, your words, your words, it will respond to your words. If you let other people speak those negative things, it will respond to your words. No, it's incurable. You can never get out of it. No, you will always have to live with it. Ah, this is chronic. And when it's chronic, then it's going to stay right there. Hmm. Thank you, doctor, for giving me the facts, but I'm going to stand on the truth. I'm not going to live with this for the rest of my life. In the name of Jesus. And then you start speaking your words according to the word of God. Do you know you can do that? And still people, they don't want to believe it because they already did it and it didn't work. Or they know that sounds so crazy, Cindy. Yes, I can see it in the word, but that was Jesus. But you are a, a son or a daughter of Papa God. And Jesus came in the flesh. The word became flesh. The word, the word that I'm now speaking. I'm taking things from the word. The, that word became flesh. It took on a body. It took on blood and flesh. It became flesh and dwelt among us, meaning it walked among us. It walked on this earth and his name is Jesus. And that same Jesus said, you know what? I'm going to live in you. And Papa God said, you know what? I'm going to walk in you. And when, when, if we love his word, we will keep his word, you know, and they, Papa God will love us. And then the two of them will make their home. They are both with us. The moment you said yes to Jesus. Do you know Papa God sent for the spirit of his son into your heart and you can cry out, Abba, Father? Do you know that? Now you're no longer a slave to nothing. But the thing is because you cannot see it, because you cannot feel it, because you cannot hear it, because you cannot just smell it, because you cannot taste it, it doesn't feel real. Because Cindy, hey, hey, Cindy, listen, I feel the pain. It's on paper that I got this and this incurable, this and this. Well, then take Jeremiah 30, 17, that he healed your wounds and cured the incurable in the name of Jesus. And then speak to that incurable disease and say, hey, listen, incurable disease, you are cured in the name of Jesus. Because this word, and then you take that word and you say, this word is the cure. 
Proverbs 4 told me that these words are life to me, Cindy, who finds it and health to all my flesh. And that health means marfe, and that marfe means remedy, cure, cure, cure. And then you speak to it, and then you curse that sickness because it will respond to words. Everything responds to words. Do you know that you and I, we respond to words? We respond to words. Now, listen to this. Um, I want to talk to uh, about Moses. Moses had to speak to the uh, rock in Numbers. Is it Numbers 20? I don't know. But, but this is the thing. Moses, he had to speak to the rock. God told him, you go and you take your rod, but you speak to the rock. But Moses got so irritated. These people, they just irritated him. And then he struck the rock twice. But that's not what God said. He had to speak to the rock. Mm, speak to a rock. Papa God, maybe you're a bit old. You don't understand. We don't speak to rocks. But God said clearly that he had to speak to the rock. And the rock had to, you know, water had to pour out from it. But he struck the rock twice with the rock. But he had to speak to it. Because everything responds to words. If it is spoken in faith, you will see that thing move or do whatever you told it to do. If there is like a doubt, a fear, or unbelief, you know, uh, a worry, oh, will, will it happen? I don't think it will happen. Nothing ever happens for me. Oh, I tried this for so many years. It's not working. Yeah, your words, you will have what you say. But the thing is, everything responds to words. Now, I have a little dog, and her name is Queenie, and she, she's so adorable. She's so small. And the thing is, um, you know, she, she listens to me, but not always. But she responds to words. If I call her, Queenie, Queenie, then she'll come. But sometimes I have to call like a few times, Queenie, and I'm like, Queenie, you know, and then she comes like tiptoeing, tick, 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 tick. Um, if I have like a candy in my hand, she will run. But if I just, you know, just call and say like, why is she calling me? There's nothing in her hand. But on the other hand, my daughter, Jael, Jael, she loves the dog because it's actually her dog. She loves the dog, but she's, she's strict with the dog. So she can really say, ah, Queenie, not in the kitchen, move. And Queenie will not step over like this invisible barrier. I'm always looking like, She's not stepping into the kitchen. She's not doing it. Why? Because my daughter spoke with faith in authority and the dog responded. It will respond to words. Now, the thing is, I'm talking about my dog. Why isn't my dog really listening to me? I'm not that strict. I'm always like, oh, but she's so cute and she's so small. Come here to mommy, you know. The dog is like, hey, that one day I cannot come into the uh, kitchen and the next day I can come into the kitchen and this one is giving me food and, you know, and I just stopped giving her food because she has her own food. But I was always like, oh, look at those puppy eyes. I'm going to give her a little bit of chicken. And my daughter was like, why are we giving a chicken? And you're just giving it to her. But the thing is, my daughter, she speaks with authority to the dog. But I'm not doing that. Well, if I really want my dog to do something, she will do it. But I have to speak in authority. So the moment I speak to something and I speak it in faith and, and I speak it in authority, something will happen. 
it will respond to me. Jesus wasn't a crazy man walking this earth, speaking to the winds. Hey, winds. Hey, sea. Hey, storm. Calm down. Peace. Be still. Speaking to demons. People don't like that. It's like, oh, Cindy, you're always so, you know, fanatical. But I'm just doing what I saw Jesus do. Is that wrong? It's not wrong. It's just something, it's a bit different maybe. But he spoke to fig trees. You know, he spoke and then Papa God in the Old Testament told Moses to speak to the rock. Hmm. Okay, let's go to Zechariah. I'm not going to every scripture because time is running by sometimes so fast. But Zechariah, you know, he and his wife, Elizabeth, they couldn't have kids. You know, a similar thing like Abraham and Sarah. And the thing was, now an angel showed up. You know, like, hey, Zacharias, you're going to have a baby. Your wife is going to be pregnant and this and that. And Zacharias was like, but how? You're married, Zacharias. Do we really have to tell you how? But he was in disbelief. He was not, he was not believing it. So then the angel said, you're going to be silent. You're going to be like deaf and dumb. You know, he could not speak no more. Why? Because the situation would have responded to his words. And the angel knew that. So the angel said, ah, oh, you're not going to hinder this thing. So shut up. And he was, his mouth was shut until the day that John the Baptist was born. And then he wrote down on a paper what the name of the boy was. And when he did that, they gave him the name and then he could speak again. If this man, Zechariah, if this man would have spoken the whole situation would be different. Maybe there would not have been a John the Baptist because of his words, because everything responds to words. Now, you can speak to a situation. You can speak to your body. You can speak to sickness and disease, illness and ailment. You can speak to problems. You can speak to all of that because it's all wrapped up in Mark 11 from verse 20. It just starts where, you know, Peter starts talking. And then Jesus says, have faith in God. When Jesus answers, have faith in God, because he's just expounding, explaining how he speaks to things. So go with me again. And I know people go and say, I heard Mark 11, 23, uh, 22, 23, 24 so many times. I already know that. Do you? Are you truly speaking to things and seeing things move and do what you want it to do? Are you speaking to that body? Are you taking that authority and speaking to the body, speaking to the diagnosis? Are you condemning those things? Are you speaking that life? Oh, man, oh, man. Listen to this. And then Jesus answered them and said, uh, this is Mark 11, starting at first and uh, uh, 22. Have faith in God. If without faith, it's impossible to please God. If there's no faith or if there's faith, but there's also unbelief, I'm so sorry for everyone who doesn't like it. But if there's unbelief, nothing can come of it. If you go to the Old Testament, you know, the 10 spies, uh, they went and then only two believed the word of God. Only two believed the promises. They also saw the same land flowing with milk and honey. They also saw the graves. They saw the, the children of Enoch. You know, they saw the giants there. But only two, Joshua and Caleb, only two believed. And then the rest just said, you know, the 10 spies, they were like, nah, cannot do it. And that was their unbelief speaking. It was a bad report that they gave. And the whole congregation went with those men and not with Joshua and Caleb. Now, Joshua and Caleb were in faith, right? Faith. Oh, no, we can't take it. We can't possess the land. The Lord has already given it to us. Ooh, faith, faith, faith. 
but there was also unbelievable work. Do you know? They couldn't enter. Years after they could, when every single one of those unbelieving children of Israel, you know, those unbelievers, they had died. Everyone from 20 years and above, they had died. So the ones, you know, who were children, and they were not speaking those stuff. And the thing is, that's when Joshua and Caleb, they could go and possess the land that was already theirs. But it's a faith with an unbelief thing. Didn't God give the promise that they would give them the land? Yes, he did. Didn't they believe it? Why didn't God just give it to them? There was a lot of unbelief. They couldn't enter and they wandered in the wilderness for the 40 years. And it could have taken them, what, 11 days or 14 days or something. And sometimes that's the same with us. We have faith, you know, like, yeah, I believe that the word is true. But then there's this thought, but maybe it's not going to do it for me. Oh, you don't know what I've done. Or I spoke and it did not work. It's all unbelief. Why haven't you healed me yet? That's all unbelieving thinking. You know, if again and again and again and again and again, I'm just like, oh, it's not working. And one day take me home and the next day I want to stay. I'm afraid again. It's like, mm -mm, it's wavering. It's a double mind. So that's why he says, have faith in God. He doesn't say have faith. And if there's like unbelief, it's also okay, a-okay. Something will still happen. Hey, have faith in God. And if there's like doubt, it's a-okay. It will still happen. Oh, have faith in God. And there's stress, there's worry, there's condemnation. There's all those type of things. There are those emotions. Because where's the faith, you know? <laughs> when there's so much emotion, we attach emotion to, to a promise and not the faith. We need to attach the faith to the promise, not the emotions. Because, hey, even if I don't feel it, I don't see it, I don't taste it, I don't smell it, I don't hear it, I don't... The what the word says that is the truth. Okay, so have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, now everyone knows it already. Whoever says to the mountain, and I know Kennedy Hagan, he got you know so so many many people on his case. Like again, Mark eleven, and then they called it you know the Bible first that uh, uh, the late Kennedy Hagan wrote. Uh, people made fun of it. Other people they liked it. But the thing is. He just had a revelation of the word and he got healed because of that word. So he just, from every single angle, he just tried to get people to understand the word and get the knowledge from the word. Now, this is Jesus speaking. It's not the late Kennedy Hagan who wrote this, you know, it was the Lord. I say to you, whoever says to this mouth, it doesn't matter. It didn't say but if you're too sick, it's incurable. You cannot speak to the mountain. If you are whatever, you cannot speak to the mountain. If you're too old, you cannot speak to the mountain. If you're too young, you cannot speak to the mountain. If you're purple, you cannot speak to the mountain. If you're uh, like uh, a green, you cannot speak to the mountain. If your hair is not long enough, you cannot speak to the mountain. If you're male, you cannot speak to the mountain. It doesn't matter. Whoever, he says whoever, and what he means is, Whoever will believe, whoever has a mouth and a tongue and believes and you will speak to the mountain because everything responds to words. What you say is so important. 
but you speak in authority and authority is not always like in the name of Jesus you know I do that but you don't have to do that but just being stern with my kids I would have you know I was on the phone and then my kids would you you know be so like Wah! making all the noise and I was like you know or I said uh, honey, can you please be quiet right now? And then I got on the phone again, and then it started, you know, acting up again. And I say, children, can you please be quiet? And they, they knew something is up here. The woman is not happy with us. But then if I would just say, stop, that was authority. The other times it was not, it was not real authority. And when I said stop, they would stop. And my children, they, they always make fun of me. So they, they're like, when you speak and your teeth are like this, run. <laughs> so they're like, they know it, <laughs> that I'm really stern. Um, so whatever you speak to, it will respond. Now, the only stipulation is people. <laughs> we don't have authority over people. And there are a lot of people who are like, ah. <laughs> you wish you could change your spouse or your child or, you know, your auntie or your whoever. But the thing is, we don't have that authority. People, they take that authority, but it's actually manipulation, intimidation or something like that. Or they misuse their authority. But the thing is, we don't have authority over people. So that's why, that's also the reason that I can pray for someone, but I don't have the authority in that house of the person, in the body of the person. If the person has the authority. So uh, the thing is that we don't have authority over people. So people respond to our words, yes, but we don't have the authority over them. But we do have the authority over the spirits. They are subject to us. So you can speak to the spirits, the demon spirits, just like Jesus did. Now, everything responds to words. If it's flu, it will respond to words. When? When you speak it in faith, in authority. Because if, if you're like me, you know, talking to the dog and it's like, oh, it's so cute that she does something wrong. But I say, it's so cute. The dog is not going to listen, you know, the moment I speak. Like, no, stop it. No, it will look like, um, is it like the last time you still give me a piece of chicken and I could still, you know, do the stuff that I'm doing? No. But the moment I say, stop it. When I speak to my body. And everyone, you can speak to your body because we are spoken in. The body is spoken in. And then he formed it. But you can say to the body, you can speak to your nails, your toes, your hands, your muscles, your nerves, your brain, everything. You can speak to your heart. You can speak to your organs. You can speak to everything. Do you know it will respond when? When you speak in faith, take your authority over it so it knows, hey, this, this girl, this boy is not joking around. It says to me, and if, if it's the heart, heart, I command you be normally in the name of Jesus. I curse the diagnosis. I curse the, the whatever the heart is doing that's not right. I curse the malfunction in the heart in the name of Jesus. Do you know it will respond? And maybe because you never did that, you have to do that several times because your heart is like, what? The, huh? What is Cindy saying? Be normal. No, you be normal, girl. I'm not going to listen to you. But when I mean it, stop it, heart. I command you. You listen to me right now. You, you just 
abnormal. I don't know what can be wrong with the heart, but you know, things like that. Or if it's like you feel a pain somewhere, pain, man, pain, I bind you, get out in the name of Jesus. Stop it because it responds to words. And then sometimes people feel the pain get worse or try and stick and it's even worse. And they're like, oh, what have I done? I've been through that. So I thought, oh, this is terrible because the pain got worse. But then I heard, hey, if you throw a stick in a group of dogs, the one who yelps the loudest got hit. And I was like, oh, it got hit by my words. Well, then I'm going to curse you even more in the name of Jesus because I've got nothing to lose. I already won. You know, I'm more than a conqueror through him who loved me. Every every single of those scriptures, you know, they just rise to the uh, um, to the surface. And then I just started thinking like that. Oh, so this thing is a loser because your end pain is that pool of fire and nothing can change it. Nothing can stop it. But my name is written in the book of heaven. So I'm going to rejoice over that. In the name of Jesus, I command you cursed. I curse you pain. And you can do it with any, any symptom because it will listen to words. It has a name. Now, if you don't know the name, you just talk to that no name and you say whatever you feel like maybe it's like it's a burns a little and then it's you know stings a little you say burning and stinging in the name of jesus i curse you stop it in jesus name get out of this body and i know people go like oh but it's so much work to do that well you don't have to do it like i do it i always get like how do you say rallied up or something but because i can really get angry like why are you in that body this is my body. This body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. How dare you? That, that's what goes in my mind, you know? You loser. You unclean, you know? But that's just me. But everything responds to words. You talk to those cells. You talk to your body. You talk to your cells and say, cells, he said it's from my mouth with good things, so I command every cell rejuvenated, refreshed to youth in Jesus' name. I command to renew to health in Jesus' name. Every single, you know, you can talk to it. Talk to your immune system. Immune system, I command to boost it up in the name of Jesus. Every vitamin, I command to in this body in Jesus' name. Hormonal uh, things, I command to balance in Jesus' name. Listen to me, body, I'm talking to you. You can do that. It will respond to you. You might not believe this, but it's the truth. And you can find it yourself if you could not, you know, uh, uh, catch up with all the Bible verses that I gave at the beginning. Uh, uh, usually Doris, they, she always places them in the chat section, but you can also go back to this teaching, pause it, write it down, and then you go and read it for yourself. You go and read Genesis chapter one for yourself. Did God really say it? Did he spoke things in existence with his mouth? You go to Romans 4. I did not uh, really talk about that. But where God, it says, God gives life to the dead. That means his words are alive. That's what he spoke about in Proverbs 4, you know. And he uh, uh, talks to things. He, he commands things that are not to be. Things that are not to be. How? By speaking it. We speak it into existence. If you don't have health, well, actually, you do have health in your spirit, but you don't see the health in your body. You don't see the strength in your body. You speak it into existence. The strength will respond to you. Yes. Uh, a few weeks ago, I had something uh, with like um, 
uh, something with, with, with a tooth here. And then uh, I went, it, it, I felt pain. So I spoke to pain, it stopped, but it was a little bit like, I don't know what it is, it's pain, but the pain got away, but it felt a little bit weird. And I went to the dentist and then the dentist says, yeah, there was this like this bacteria that you could see on the photo. And I just said, <laughs> and I know she really thinks that I'm crazy. Uh, she wanted to give me like uh, antibiotics and I looked at her, but I there was no pain anymore. So I looked at her, I said, no, don't need that. And she said, well, then I cannot do anything for you. You're going to stick with that pain. I said, no, I'm not in pain. And I was not in pain. I said, I'm not in pain. She said, yeah, but the bacteria in this. I said, I'm talking to it. It dies in Jesus' name. And I know she, I always do those kind of stuff. So don't, you don't have to do as I do. Please, please don't do that. But, you know, I left there and I saw that she was so irritated. But I, I really speak to the tooth. Bacteria. Now I knew it was a bacteria. You die. If, if she would have given me another name, I would have used it and say, in the name of Jesus, no, 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 die in Jesus' name. Do you know it died? He died. So when I went back to the, to the uh, dentist, I asked specifically. So they made another picture. I said, what do you see? <laughs> and uh, this was a different dentist. And he said, nothing. There's nothing wrong there. I said, no bacteria whatsoever. He said, no. And I was like, yeah, because they had to listen to my words. Because everything responds to words. Whatever it is, it will respond to words. And I can tell you story after story after story that had to respond to words. You know, but you, I want you to have the same uh, testimonies, you know, because you can speak. You can. Yes, you can. If someone would just believe me that you can speak to things. We're talking about health and healing. It's healing journeys today. But, you know, you can talk to your bank account. Do you know I did that? You can talk to the debt. Do you know I did it? I'm debt free. You can talk to uh, insufficiency. You can talk to lack. You can talk to poverty. You can talk to it and it will respond. You just tell her what to do. Mark 11. I couldn't get to everything in the scripture, but you can speak to that and it will respond to you. I have to take it up to next week because there is so much more. There are so many texts that I couldn't get to, but I'm going to get to that because I want to show you next time that you, yes, you have a right to be obeyed. Yes, you heard me right. You have a right to be obeyed. Yes, you do. Because you do. And it's scripture. It's not Cindy says, Cindy thinks. No, it's scripture. And that scripture, yeah. I found it, used it. It's great. So let me see. Um, Catherine, Debbie Kennedy would like for you to pray for her to know how to receive abundance, uh, abundance, uh, do you mean abundance financially, prosperity, wealth, or do you mean abundance in health and healing? Uh, it, it works similar, but uh, Debbie, in the name of Jesus, um, I pray that you get the knowledge of how to receive the abundance. I speak abundance, uh, if it's financially in your financial affairs in Jesus' name, if, if it's in your body, I speak abundance of health in your body in the name of Jesus. But there's so much more. Oh, money. Well, there's so much to money and how to receive abundance. 
Kenneth shared, shared it right now, but I just speak that money coming to you in the name of Jesus to pay the bills, to buy the groceries, you know, to get out of debt. If that's the point, if that's the thing, uh, we curse the debt, we curse the poverty, I curse and a lack and insufficiency in Jesus name. And I speak in the name of Jesus that from the north, the south, the east, and the west, that money comes in in the name of Jesus so you can pay those bills in Jesus' name. But I just speak that you get more revelation of it right now. I cannot talk about that, but something will happen. Erica, Cindy, can you please pray for me? Lying symptoms of uh, fast heart rate after being healed from COVID is lingering and trespassing in Jesus' name. Be gone now. Well, in the name of Jesus, that's something it will respond. The heart will respond. And the thing is, it's just lingering because it wants to tell you, I'm not going. This is what, you know, this and this did to your body. And now your body is tainted and your body, it just wants to talk to you. But you can just speak to it. So right now I'm speaking to the heart. Heart, slow it down and beat normally in Jesus' name right now. Every single thing that tries to linger, I command you, stop it in Jesus' name. Be gone and leave. Spirit of infirmity, I bind you. Get out in Jesus' name. You have no say. Thank you, Lord. Everything also for you, Angela. Great to see you. Everything uh, that tries to linger from the COVID, I command in your both your bodies and everyone who has that, every lingering thing that's, that came from that COVID, I curse it. I damn it in Jesus' name, I command it to die. And I bless your bodies with strength, with a divine health. I bless your bodies wherever there was a damage done. I command that restored in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yesha Mo. Is it great? Hi, please pray for me. A direction from the Lord for my future. Well, in the name of Jesus, I speak. You get the direction from the word from the Lord for your future in the name of Jesus, because your future is bright. Yes, me. Need prayer, please, for strength, need healing from severe pain in the head and neck. These are things you can talk to it. You know, it will respond. The head, the neck, it will respond. So in the name of Jesus, I commend strength for you. And I bind that a severe pain in Jesus' name. I commend severe pain. Get out right now in Jesus' name. And I speak your head and your neck in total peace, in total peace of health in Jesus' name. And I speak that you walk in divine health. I commend your strength back. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you in Jesus' name. Let me see, Patty. Husband vows to be normal. Well, in the name of Jesus, your husband vows. I commend you normal in Jesus' name. Vows are also something you can just talk to. They will respond in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Parissa. Um, need agreement for the wholeness of your skin. Well, also skin, it will it will respond to words. So in the name of Jesus, skin of Parissa, I commend you whole, healed, and healthy in the name of Jesus. Now, heal up in Jesus' name. Heal up in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Every stress, stop it in the name of Jesus. Celia, Cindy, please agree with me. Pain in my head and TMG joints. Eustachian tubes, I'm healed by faith in Jesus' name. And yes, you are already healed. I like it when people know that they're already healed. So I just command head to toe and everything in between. Your head, I'm talking to your head. I command you whole in Jesus' name. 
I curse everything that's there, you know, the, the, the pain. I curse it. Get out in Jesus' name. And your Tuchian tubes be healed in the name of Jesus right now. Denikia. Dear friend in ICU holding on to life. It's cancer. Well, um, I don't know what happened there, but in the name of Jesus, I curse the cancer in the name of Jesus. Every single cancer cell, you die there in Jesus' name. And that spirit of death, I bind you. Get out in Jesus' name. Spirit of infirmity, stop it. I bind you. Get out. And I speak health and wholeness. I command these things to physically manifest within her body in Jesus' name. The cancer just dying out. I command her strength back. I command the body repaired and, uh, from every damage done in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much, Papa God, for all these testimonies. Cindy, I've spoken to situations in my life and see them respond to my words. So I know that what you're saying is true. Thank you for saying that because now it's not just me. You also said that. Thank you so much for saying that. Well, my time is up. So let me see. Uh, pray for my six-year-old non-verbal autistic son. In the name of Jesus, autism, that spirit of autism, I bind you. I command you get out and leave. I curse that spirit of autism in the name of Jesus. And I command, he's verbal in the name of Jesus. And he's just like a regular child in Jesus' name. Smart, great in the name of Jesus. I command everything that needs to uh, be healed or to be recreated or, or repaired. I command that to be done right now. And I command it to come into physical manifestation. And you said, we are healed, waiting for a full manifestation of divine health. Well, I command a full manifestation right now into physical manifestation, into natural existence in the name of Jesus, Erica, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Healing for your child, Otto. Well, in the name of Jesus, I command your child healed in the name of Jesus. That spirit of sickness that came through curses, I command those curses. You are causeless. You don't alight. Get out. Fly away in Jesus' name. And I command your child whole, healed, and healthy, free. Your child is free from sickness in Jesus' name. Albert, all of last week, I called money to me. Yesterday, I got a check in the mail for one of my clients as a belated Christmas gift. Call the money, it will come. And that's true. I, I, I'm not, the thing is, I'm not talking about money and things here on Healing Journeys today. Uh, uh, on my, in my own ministry, I, I will and I do. So, But this is so good. Thank you, Albert, for saying that. So the people who are in need of the money, I'm not just calling money like because I'm crazy, but I know the money's here somewhere on the earth, so I can just command it to come in. And here is a testimony. Thank you, Lord. Riri, I say, agree with me to be strengthened every day. But in the name of Jesus, I command you can do all things to Christ who strengthens you. So through the word, you can do all things. Just take the word as a medicine, and you will see your strength will come back in Jesus' name. I command strength back into your body, your bones, and everything in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I'm going to see you next week. Love you guys. Bye-bye. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.